Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 42. I am Joe the Widget Wilson and joined by my fantabulous co-hosts, Mr. Dave, D-Enforce, my birthday week, Adams. <laughs> yes, a full week of Dean. It's amazing. There are small towns and villages that have idols carved into the sides of their mountains that they praise for days on end. It's a wonderful, wonderful time of year. <laughs> so epic it's a week and joining us as always is mr dan boontini wilson hey everybody glad to be back for another week we have some sad news unfortunately and derek origin mcclure will no longer be on minecraft off the record he had to resign um reason is is he has some severe personal issues going on so our heart and our prayers go out to him and we wish him the very best, and we hope that things get better for him very soon. <clears throat> so unfortunately, Derek will no longer be on the show. If you were interested in becoming a full-time host to um, fill in his spot, you can't replace Derek. But if you want to come on the show as a full-time host, please send us an email at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com with an mp3 file of you introducing yourself and describing your favorite build to us in as much detail as possible. And after that, we'll contact you with any kind of interviews or further steps to take. Alright, but joining us tonight as a fill-in, Mr. And you know what? I didn't have to drag him in this time, guys. Mr. Lesnod, a.k.a. Mike. Yeah, well, I figured you guys could use the help, so I'd show up. Yeah, help. You're so kind. Thanks. <laughs> I try. <clears throat> well, when you end up with me as a guest host, you're pretty much scraping the bottom of the barrel, so hopefully you find a real host soon. <laughs> we can pray. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll pray, and we'll just have to use you for now. All right. <laughs> well, this show is sponsored in part by TweakedAudio.com, the best earbuds on the planet. They come with an optional microphone with lifetime warranty, free shipping worldwide, and the best customer support you can get, guys. And if you use the code off the record, all one word, you get 30% off your order from already a very well-priced earbuds for what they are even cheaper can't go wrong guys tweakedaudio.com we are so, we are also sponsored by guildlaunch.com they have the best um guild support site guild websites on the planet everything you would need to create a guild web page they offer it go on, log in right now to guildlaunch.com create your free account and get started right away they even have uh, paid features to unlock all the amazing stuff that they offer, including voice servers. It's starting as low as $7 a month. You guys really can't go wrong. And we're even going to probably be doing a Guild Launch Minecraft 
website for our server, the new Antnock server. So uh, stay tuned for that and go to guildlaunch.com. All right, since we start off in a, on a downer note with uh, Dave no longer, not Dave, <laughs> Dave's going to be, Dave can't go anywhere, he's chained to the show. <clears throat> with uh, Derek leaving the show, what Dave? Literally chained to the show. I've, I've had death threats. Yes. From, like, wanting to take bathroom breaks. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Someone help me. Help. So we're going to start the show off with a song that we found. This is done. This is called Screw the Nether. It's done by In the Little Wood, featuring Yogcast and Captain Sparkles. straight down you'll regret that but now you feel brave equip with your spade to roam in these caves not looking for gold this is purple or so I've been told by some people I'll find a few bricks where the two of these mix with a couple of clicks I'll be swinging my hey, this is all the bread that I even if my tools are just make to moving to the never I'm moving to the never I'm moving to the never Ten blocks is the magical total And that's enough to build on my portal Moving to the never I'm moving to the never I'm moving to the never Have a cold beer, you can live by the sea So happy you'll be with your cobblestone tree Oh, the neighbors are bright They're delicious, we eat bacon all night It's nutritious, hear all of them scream Space. 
that's it, I'm sick of this place, it sucks, it's too hot, it never rains, I'm sweaty, all my clothes are dirty and filthy and on fire, I'm absolutely sick of this place, oh, I, I, I miss nature, all the pigs and the cows and all that sheep and stuff, I, I didn't think I'd miss it, but I do, oh my god, how sad, I wish, I wish I could just return to the normal world again. Bye. Hey, you guys, go. <laughs> uh, it's like one of my new favorite songs. All right. That is great. <clears throat> I love that song. It touches me in my giggle spot. <laughs> you know what screws in, Nether. All right, stopping right there. <laughs> All right, Dave, why don't we get into our first news story? Yes, absolutely. Do you want to start with the news in-game or the news out-of-game? Well, I don't want to get into my rant just yet, so let's hit the first fact that 1.5 has hit. Okay, we can talk about that. The Redstone update has finally hit. <gasps> Yay! Boom, boom. Right, wait, okay. Wait. Right, right. Yay! Yay! All right. That was much rejoicing. That, that actually came out on the 13th, which was an early birthday present to me. Because uh, that, that, the 14th is my birthday. We'll get out of that later. Anyway, it's, being, it's my birthday. It was awesome. Anyway, um, we did miss a few things that we I would like to highlight that we haven't highlighted on the show yet about the update that did sneak its way in. The first highlight is that snow now has multiple heights. It's fully implemented. Uh, previously, there was a world editor that could be used for different heights of snow, but now it is fully implemented properly in the, the normal version. Uh, it drops one snowball for every layer of snow in the height. Each level of snow has its own height collision. Um, crafting recipe is three snow blocks in a row to create six snow layers. So that's in there. Another cool thing that snuck its way in, which I'm very appreciative of, is creating an infinite water source no longer needs a block underneath but has to have a water source block, like another one to flow into it. Um, this means that when you use a bucket to lift water out of a river or an ocean, it won't just make an empty hole in the, in the air. You won't just have a, a dimple in the water anymore. It'll fill it back up and look right, oh, which is good. awesome for creating things. I know I've, I've had a lot of this problem in my new build. I'm so glad that this came through because this is going to fix issues that I had. So you will no longer ruin rivers and oceans with buckets when you're trying to get water? Yes, that's yeah. correct. See, I never really had, to, really had to worry about that issue because I'm constantly in creative with world edit, so it's, you know, forward slash fix water 20, done. <laughs> but okay. well, I'm lazy and I'm also neurotic about the, the water thing. That really irritates me. Dave, you're... Um, I know. I I have so many neuroses in this game, it's not even funny. Oh my gosh, one block is wrong! I'll that do that sometimes. Not right. We have to tear it all down and start I'll, over. I'll do that sometimes just to piss Dave off. I'll do like some kind of epic build and just put one block out of place. Oh my just God. one. He'll find it within seconds and complain about it. He'll sit there and hover over it, waiting for me to do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> Complete Minecraft I, I OCD. I find it, too, every single time! <laughs> uh, I'm surprised. I'm tempted to go to his build and start hiding stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like a yeah. world edit over one block. 
We we did we went through most everything, but these are just two things that I found that I believe that were great to highlight. Dave is the um, founder of the Minecraft OCD. We meet on Thursday nights, right after. <laughs> All right, guys. Let me see here. Got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I want to play Steve's segment really quick. I have it here somewhere. There it is. And this is my favorite one he's done so far. Here we go. Welcome back everyone. It's been an eventful week on the server so far. With the release of 1.5, I'm pretty sure Graham, aka Mibs, is thinking up some redstone puzzles that will make you look like a scalping victim just with the sheer amount of hair you will be violently pulling out. Also, I'm working on a new zone which will hopefully be open soon called Esbrock. It's going to be a scary one. Anyway, to recap on last week, the last riddle was worked out by Evil Squirrel Farm shortly after the hints I provided on last week's show. He found an epic diamond sword with some nice enchants in the band player's graveyard in Quest City, which he actually kindly left in the chest for another player to find. However, I told him to take it, otherwise it would be destroyed. In the last riddle, I mentioned energy looms above me, which was referring to the power plant, sirens pierce the silence, which was the police station close by, and another 49er here and they are also dead referred to the other 49 band players in the graveyard. Anyway, this next riddle is on the adventure server, you'll all be pleased to know, seeing as everyone seems to be on there. Uh, and I hope you're clued up on the server storyline. I know myself, I've only just recently kind of read over it, uh, which is how I've basically managed to write this riddle. Uh, as if you don't know it, you may have a bit of trouble working it out otherwise. So here we are for riddle number two. How could they do this? He was so young, his mother an angel, a fatherless son. Her closest possessions are under my floor, should Reaper and Doug come knocking the door. I drink from the fountain in the town square, and stare at the towers high up in the air. The password, my friend, is named after you. Angel, our saviour, we all miss you. So that's it guys, if you think you've worked out the riddle, please sign the book in the chest so that you can get a mention on the show. Uh, the chest should be behind, uh, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to place it behind the main chest with the actual loot in it, and I'll leave signs telling you what to do. Um, again, thanks for listening to my segment, uh, and any suggestions, please email the show, or you can contact me directly on Twitter at stevie8421, that's S-T-E-V-I-E 8421. Thanks again, and back to you guys. I like this one, especially considering I had to help him um, set up the chest with the rewards, and so I know exactly where it's at, so it, it makes sense to me when he talked about the riddle this time. I had no clue what the other one was. <laughs> Any of you guys actually go on the main server and try to figure out his riddle last week? Um, I pretty much figured it out just from listening to the hints, because I know all the uh, areas within Quest City, Yeah, but I didn't actually go on to go looking for it. Well, let me explain it this week. It made a lot more sense. And and by the way, Steve, well done on the music in the background. That was a perfect balance. Good job. All right, guys. Any uh, comments on that before we move on? No, I think it's a great segment. Yeah, the rewards are pretty sweet. It's a set reward with a chance at getting an additional reward that's well worth it. Especially if you play on that server, you'll know that any kind of uh, rare reward, rewards are very well worth it. So uh, go look for it, guys. It's pretty cool. All right. Um, speaking of the server really quick, I want to mention the fact that the whitelist is still enabled for our main server. So if you're trying to log in thinking you're getting into the adventure server and it shows a whitelist, you're actually trying to log into our main server. If you want to get into that, 
you have to simply email us at at mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. Tell us who you are, why you want to be whitelisted, and we'll get you whitelisted within a week on the main server. If you're rejected, you won't hear from us at all. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's pretty rare to get rejected. Um, let me see here. Also, the uh, Adventure server has no whitelist. You can log straight on without an issue. That's mcotrserverteam at gmail.com for the main server. The other server, just log right in. It's the second... IP address on our website. If you go to minecraftoffthewecker.com, go to our servers tab. It's the second one down. Can't go wrong. All right, guys. Um, speaking of server, should we uh, get into this big mess this week? I'll take that as okay. All right, you guys yeah, are all we, too silent. We definitely need to talk about this. All right. Well, I'm going to go over the uh, minor parts first before we get into the fun parts. I uh, changed the server difficulty. It was set to 1, which is like super easy baby-style Minecraft. Um, original design was for it to be at, at difficulty 2, so it was reset to difficulty 2 today. So the, the mobs do a lot more damage, and Cave Spidey's now poison. You are welcome. <laughs> Yay, Cave Spider poison. So all that milk you've been getting from the painted cow, you have a purpose to use it now. Just saying. Because <laughs> uh, what this did is I did a quick test. Some bosses became much more difficult, uh, Black Widow in particular, who was in the uh, Breeder's Ground. Um, Reaper is more difficult, like we needed that anyway. A lot of bosses became a slightly more difficult depending on what mob they are based on because all bosses do have the general traits of the mobs that they represent. So there you go. And let me see here. Weather has been permanently disabled. Uh, weather pissed Reaper off. It basically pissed Reaper off because he had to constantly relight his castle on fire every time a damn storm passed by. So he disabled weather permanently. All right. Factory went on strike this week. After some tough negotiations and Reaper threatening to, in quotes here, end them all, they came to an agreement quickly. Reaper only had to end Farmer John and Sparks. After a long vacation, the shipping foreman, Loader, has returned to work. So you may want to watch out for him. He's kind of a nasty piece of work. You guys can jump in with comments anytime. Bring it on. That's all I have to say. I was just curious if his first name was, first name was Kurt. <laughs> but needless to say, guys, the, the reality of the fact was is that a lot of the buses were broken. Uh, Farmer John kept on spawning copies of himself constantly, and what it was was that the uh, area of the bosses was too close together to where their um, spawns were overlapping, even though they were on different levels of the area. So they were causing constant glitches. So we had I had to move things around, recreate some bosses. I made um, Forge harder than what he used to be. I added some new cool effects to him. He actually has fire that comes that's all around him when he's moving around. It's pretty cool. It doesn't do anything, it's just for a graphical look. But uh Um a new raid boss was brought into the world by Reaper to start summoning the underworld god himself, Missive. <clears throat> Miramax, the name of the dude, is close. He needs to be stopped. Now this raid boss, again, is a raid boss, so it usually takes multiple people to take him on, guys, and he will make you want to pull your hair out as uh, Steve described earlier with his riddles. Um, 
he has a nice he has like it's a very very tall platform um a tower that has a, like an arena at top of it and in the center of this arena is a giant hole that goes all the way straight down into the the nether the void i mean and he'll have every now and then he'll get a little wild stick up his rear and teleport you above this tunnel and let go so uh yeah it's a fun fight guys it's a it's a uh uh, not a stage fight. Uh, my brain's farting so bad right now, it's stinky. <laughs> it's a... Uh, a phased fight? Phased fight, thank you. He goes into different phases. He's got a lot of hit points. The phases are wicked, and it's just fun. I retweet Tiny. He's a little bit more difficult now. Okay, a lot more difficult. And a lot more entertaining. And in fact, uh, he's also phase fight now, so you got to put up with that. <laughs> and with the regular zombies being harder, it was funny. Me and um, Vin were watching someone take on Tiny last night. A group of people take on Tiny, and they literally had something like 200 zombies out chasing them around the area because uh, Tiny kept spawning zombie after zombie. <laughs> so I got I went over there and hit one while I was invisible, and while they were all three dead, I had every zombie following me in a train. I had him, I kited him all the way to the entrance of the zone, so when the players came back in, they faced all the zombies. So, uh, Vin took a ton of screenshots. <laughs> he said he's right now in the chat room. He's gonna, he's gonna tweet them all. That's gonna be awesome. So, uh, Tiny's a lot more difficult. We're gonna be putting in more raid bosses, and when Missive comes out, yes, Missive may or may not, well, okay, I gave it back already. Missive will win the world at some point. When he does, it's gonna be a fight that will take hours and hours to beat him, but it would be well worth it, as in legendary items that are like an 80% drop rate. Normal legendary items right now are less than 10%. So, anyway, myself, Vin, and Lisnod went survival last night in epic enchanted diamond gear and took on Reaper's Castle. Re we did pretty good up until the point we got to Reaper. And realized that his armor was so powerful, we couldn't damage him. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, I think my finger almost fell off during that first part of that fight. Yeah. <laughs> Fragging out, like, what the hell? So I went back into his coding, and, and he's wearing the legendary armor that Doug drops. The boss right before him. That armor, that's an attestment to how powerful that armor is. Wouldn't let us hit him at all. So I had to give him new armor that was dumbed down dramatically. <laughs> and once we did that, we were able to fight him and he was able to use... It, it was so bad. Let's not remember how um, we were hitting him that he was not... He, he, was, he, was not, he was not taking enough damage, if I can talk straight, to where he wasn't even able to activate any of his abilities. He was just yeah, staring we, at us laughing. We were literally so in, insignificant against him that he did not bother to activate any of his abilities. So yeah, he's better now. You can actually damage him. The fight will stay, will still take forever. We had uh, diamond enchanted armor that had like uh, durability three on it, all of it, and our most of all of our armor broke by the end of the fight. So he's still a nasty fight, but he is completely beatable now. Yeah, after the tweaks, he was a lot of fun. <laughs> he's a lot of fun. <laughs> and we had a new guy on the server. It was only one guy when we were doing it. And Reaper activated his um, world ability where he throws everybody. The new guy was like, what the hell? 
That's so awesome. Yeah, fun times. Let me see here. Uh, 1.5 hit this week, guys. So I didn't get a chance to add a lot new, a lot of new stuff like I wanted to. Poor uh, Mibs. That guy has two new zones that are ready to go. They are awesome. But he's waiting for me to get off my butt and actually write the bosses for him. I've written two of them. But we need to write another, like, four bosses. It's a lot of work writing a boss. All right? So we, uh... I stopped doing any kind of additions because 1.5 hit on, I believe it was Wednesday, Dave? Yes, Wednesday. And the servers were not able to be updated. And this is where my rant comes into play. And this is not at Mahjong. This is at Bucket. Bucket can beep. But, you know, you can rhyme it with Bucket. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what it is is that I was constantly monitoring their Twitter feed, their website, every kind of information I could to get any kind of update on any time frame when their 1.5 bucket servers would be available, even on like a the development build, which is not even that stable. Nothing. Not a thing for two days. Nothing. Then out of the blue on Friday, like, oh yeah, here's a... Here's a development build. It's not that stable, and if you don't know where to download it, you suck. But fortunately, I did know where to download it, <clears throat> and I checked it, and our servers are now 1.5 enabled. Nothing... Well, NPCs broke at first. They didn't work. I got those fixed today, which uh, Lesnai will go into that in more detail. I'm calling him the uh, NPC master. But... um. <clears throat> The one of the things that's really, really pissing me off right now is the fact that the one thing I was looking forward to on 1.5 was the slash effect command. And yep. Bucket has disabled the slash effect command. <laughs> it's just kind of funny when you really stop and think about it. I, I'm not laughing. <laughs> but um, the thing is, is, though, is that they do, I guess they can't get it to work right, so they're working on it. Hopefully soon we'll have the slash effect command because I have so many dang ideas for it. I'm gonna get into it in a second. But come on, Bucket, you gotta just quit being full of yourselves and let people know when you're doing. Cause there's thousands of people waiting on your guys' dumb butts to get busy and get the edition out. You've had a week and a half to do it. You could have told us at least some kind of time frame of a guesstimate would be perfect. But no, they didn't. But it is working now. And we do appreciate that fact. 1.5 is working. I, my original plans... See, this this um, update was kind of a, a, a nail-biter for me. Because I spent a lot of time trying to make this server to where it would be able to survive updates. And this was the first true test if the server was going to be able to survive it. Um, the original MMO server didn't survive a single update. This one survived with flying colors. We were without NPCs for a couple days, but no big deal. We're there back up and running and even better than before. So, especially when Lesnar gets through with them and teaches me how to do things. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd refer to myself as a master yet. I'm still uh, reading through. Uh, compared to me, yeah, you are. Um, you see here, I played more on my secret tune. And uh, I've done a lot of that, actually. I've been enjoying the snot out of the server. I really, really enjoy it, guys. Even though I know where most everything is. I actually went and did uh, Steve's area. Not Steve. Mibs' jungle area. 
that I didn't really I, I helped him mil- build the bosses but I never really saw the area so I was actually generally lost in that place and having fun with it I think I fought one boss that kicked my butt but other than that I found two of the four chests in the area so it was fun it was so much fun and I'm I'm rich I have like 700 emons right now or more Anyway, uh, I did up. I spent 14 hours this week updating QuestCraft. So I spent an entire day off and a half working on QuestCraft Antnock Edition version two for 1.5, all by my lonesome, because Derek can no longer help me. Which really stinks. He's really good at it too. But um, I changed a lot of textures. The um, the enchanting table is now a different texture altogether. I didn't like the way I had it before. I changed the look of obsidian. It's a lot less purple and more black. I changed pumpkins altogether to give them more of an evil face. And pumpkins don't actually have a unlit face now. And I did that mostly because of Reaper. Reaper wears a pumpkin head. And it looked kind of goofy when it was just a standard pumpkin on his head. Now it looks freaking awesome. <laughs> but uh, I added all the new different... Oh, you know what I didn't know about, Dave? There's actually redstone blocks. Redstone blocks? Yeah, you can turn redstones, um, redstone into redstone blocks now. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. And they're always on. They're always on. Yeah, I love it. absolutely love it. Yeah. That's uh, brand new with the update. So uh, I kind of figured that. I yeah. built, um, I put a new texture for it. Looks awesome. I might just build something out of redstone blocks because it looks so cool. Not toot my own horn or anything, but um, <laughs> uh, lava animations are broken right now. They look stupid. I gotta fix them. I know how to. I just gotta take the time to do so. I'm also working on well, a couple, like one of the quartz textures isn't fully seamless, so I gotta tweak that a little bit. And I'm also working on more animations, including furnaces. I want to have um, my furnaces have like the glowing coals when they're lit, and other little tweaks like that. I was going to do leaves blowing in the wind, but that would kill the server when it comes to lag. So that got scrapped. Um, let me see here. We deop Dan. Dan is no longer any kind of uh, designer on the server. Alright, yay! Woo! Yay! Can minute to celebrate that for a second? Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Oh, man. Does anyone else feel that breath of fresh air of not having Dan messing things up? That Amen. is so nice. <clears throat> hey, some of my areas are some of the most played areas. Not I know. I know. Actually, I, I really like Dan's... Uh, well, honestly, one of Dan's areas is one of the most played. One of his other ones is the least played. So it's hit or miss with you, Dan. But he also screwed up a lot. He uh, did a big no-no and put a shop sign in his pirate area to sell um, fishing poles so people can get unlimited food for a very cheap cost. That was fun trying to figure out where it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was beating my head against the wall. Where is it? Where is it? All right. Um, so, Dan, also, you started a new guild, but we'll let, I'll let you talk about that in a second. Okay, guys, for the slash effect, I have been coming up with tons of ideas for it. And the fact that we have unlimited, like, um, uh, multipliers. Like, for instance, the speed multipliers, when you add a multiplier to, like, say, the slash effect speed, for every multiplier, it's 20% increase. So we did, right. a, like, a, a speed, 4 slash speed, 8 or 10. You're going to go lightning fast. 
I want to do this insane, like, Sonic the Hedgehog style level. <laughs> where you're booking it at top speed, and you have to jump over chasms that you would normally not even be able to make a third of the way through. How cool would that be? Can it also increase your jump height as well? No, no, here's the kicker about that. What I want to do is put, like, a temporary, like, effect jump on a tripwire, so when they're going through this and they come up against chasm... It's going to affect it for only a couple of seconds, so they have to hit the jump button at the right time to make it over this chasm. That'll be awesome. <laughs> like all kinds of challenges like that all through, it's going to be a very long type course, but oh, that could be so much fun. And there's just so many ideas I've been having for the slash effect command, like the ability to have to use a slash jump effect to get up on top of a tower instead of having... It, it can create an automatic elevator. So if they go through, like, for instance, the condos where it's multiple levels, you create like, a little elevator where they go in there, they hit a button, it gives them a temporary, like, two-second jump, eight, and they can jump straight to the top. See, the uh, primary things I thought of when I was reading through the effects is having a uh, battlefield where certain areas will give you either positive or negative effects as you fight a boss, so mm-hmm. you're running around. The boss is too powerful for you to actually fight, but if you get this effect, that'll increase your damage. You have so many seconds where you can really hurt them. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. Like little buttons on the wall that they can go to and have to get up to, hit it, and they can have a temporary damage increase or speed increase or whatever or fire resistance. Yeah, see, that's what my first thought when I thought of the effects. I think that'd make for a great little battlefield against like a raid-style boss. That's brilliant, actually. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's why you're one of the designers, right? And an admin. All right. That's fantastic. Any guys have any other ideas for it? Oh, my God. There's so much we could do with just making traps in areas to, as you said, making certain effects for you to get around dungeons. The sky's the limit once they turn this thing on and bucket. What I was thinking about doing temporarily just to screw with people is giving a uh, Bully Bob a speed 8. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Lord, no. Just, just watch them fly around spawn, killing people. <laughs> if you guys seriously have not thought about or have not done logged into the the new RPG server, you have to try it, guys. It's different. It's fun. Just uh, get in there. And it is constantly getting better. Constantly improving. Speaking of which, we'll get into you in a second, actually. We're going to move on to news number two, Dave. Yes, news number two, which actually was my birthday present from Mojang on the 14th, because my birthday is awesome. Have I, you know, I probably haven't mentioned this, but I had a birthday this week. Yeah, yeah, happy birthday, Dave. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, this actually came out uh, as a snapshot the day after 1.5 was released. Uh, A few bug fixes, but the big thing along with this is that they, they... brought up a little statement for all of us says 1.5 is barely out of the oven and we already have a new snapshot ready this is not a 1.6 snapshot but rather a 1.5.1 bug fix snapshot we hope to be able to release the 1.5.1 update next week so it'll be even longer for bucket to get fixed anyway they the few things did come out that are new to this snapshot, such as enchanted books can now be combined to raise their enchantment level or combine multiple enchantments on a single book. 
Another thing, when combining two enchantments for a higher level variation, the player requires two of the same level enchanted book. They are still subject to normal enchantment level limits. So that's that's pretty nifty. So if you if you go and spend your hard earned levels on a low level book, and then you could go ahead and keep it. Don't get rid of it. Save it for another time and combine it if you get another low level book of the same type. Pretty nifty, huh? That is interesting. That is very interesting, actually. Do we have any uh, way for players to get their hands on books in the? Uh... No, not yet. Server? No, because the item ID is really, really screwy for those. And we don't have a way of, like, spawning lower level ones. Or level, like, damage one or whatever. So we would have to... Um, well, we might be able to. We have to actually make it and then create an item ID for it and then put it in somehow. Because I think those would be a great addition to loot tables. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Those are a little OP. We we did put an enchanting table in the, in the server now, but it's set to the maximum of like level eighteen. If you want to do more than that, you'll have to do your own enchanting table and your own plot. All right, guys. Let me see here. Any last thoughts on that? Okay, good. Moving on. <laughs> Dave, you didn't really play much because you were. <clears throat> oh, oh, wait. Hold up, guys. We got a breaking news. Steve. It's time to do it. Do it, Steve. Pop that cherry. Is he going to do it? He's going to do it. Yep, he did it. Steve has just banned his first player. Yay! Hurrah! <laughs> Steve has popped his ban cherry and the first official ban on the RPG server. We need like a, <laughs> like a cheer sound bite going that right now. Yeah, really, right? The <laughs> server's going nuts. He did it! Yay! <laughs> That's what you get for using se- severe language over and over again after a admin has warned you four times. Idiot. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Now that that excitement's over, Dave, no Minecraft time? I I didn't really get that much Minecraft time in this week. Early, early, early this week. I did go around and poke around on the server just to uh, try and find some more of those dang chests. I've been just going through an admin looting just to see what nifty things are in the chest. I know it's wrong of me, and it's kind of cheating, but it makes me feel good inside. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's what we need. We need help with that. Um, you mentioned to me that you had ideas for your zone you were thinking about doing. Well, yeah, but again, uh, it's... I'm just so worried that Bucket's not ready for me to, to play with some of the new things that they put in. And I don't want to go in there, walk in, and, and have the stuff not work. So I'm I'm still waiting on Bucket to finish up so I can finally just go in there and do it. I'm, I'm hoping and praying it's going to be this week. Because I really think that it won't be two seconds from the, to fix the, uh, the problem with the uh, um, adding the special effects to th- things. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be able to do that this week. And then I'll be able to go in and, and have my fun. Yeah, I'm still waiting a lot. I haven't really done any designs because I've been waiting on that effect thing. Yeah. Waiting, waiting, um, waiting. You know, it, once it gets here, it's going to kick butt. And oh, I'm ready for it. Server is going to explode this next week, guys. I swear it. Especially because let's not have some cool stuff to get into. And speaking of which, let's not, what are you doing, man? 
Well, if you're referring to all the NPC stuff I've been thinking up, I'm not sure if I can do it properly yet, but based on what I've read so far, the things we could do with them is just plain amazing. <clears throat> um, we could theoretically replace all of the sign shops and have items sold by NPCs. Um, let's see what else there is. We can actually have NPCs give out quests as well as loot for completing said quests. I myself have just finished my first script. It's for the school teacher. See, once it goes active, assuming it actually works properly, it would give players a quest to go kill Billy Bob. Or not Billy Bob, he's a player. Bully Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting those two mixed up. It would give players a quest to go kill Bully Bob, and after doing it, she would hand out loot, or he would hand out loot. And then it would have a timer set to uh, Bully Bob's spawn. And if I can figure out how to do it, I haven't figured it out yet. But it should. I should be able to have the school teacher do a global broadcast when Bully Bob is up again, asking for more help to put him down again. That's awesome. <laughs> so he'll get, he'll get destroyed even faster. <laughs> Probably. By the way, guys, Bully Bob is up to 136, no, 156 kills. Nice. Well, the uh, hope this is just the test run because hopefully we could theoretically do it for every boss, and then players would actually have some way to know when a boss is up and when a boss isn't. As well as we could get, not have to worry about signs or books to tell story, we could actually have the players talk to and have the NPCs talk back to players. You can literally have the script I've written for the school teacher. The player has to click on me. He has the proximity thing, so he tells you he needs help. You right-click him, and he asks you if you're willing to help. You have to say yes or no to him before he'll continue on to the next script, which would be the one giving you the quest to go kill Bully Bob. And the beauty of this thing is it opens up so many possibilities for the server. If let's not get this working right, which I know he will, and once he teaches me how to help him do it as well, once we get this working... It's going to open up so much possibilities for the server. Yeah, it's just the sheer number of things we could possibly do with it would be amazing. We could even make NPCs into bosses if we wanted. That'd be a tough one, but cool. Say the wrong thing, they turn into a boss and spank you around the area. Yeah, there's even you can make the NPCs uh, attackable. You can have them respond to being attacked. You can even have them defend themselves. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this pl this mod is just amazing. Well, it's actually I've, a little minor cocktail of mods that working in tandem. Yeah, I've just been reading through uh, just tons of different scripts, test scripts, uh, suggestion scripts, and there's so many things you can do with it. My head's spinning. And once the uh, smoke clears, we'll get this uh, a test run going for the school teacher and really make these NPCs something special. So what else have you been up to? Um, the only other thing, before you got the uh, NPCs up and going, I was working on a new zone that I'm currently calling the Water Temple. That should be oh, very God. interesting if I don't kill myself while trying to design it. Oh, no. Please tell me not inspired by Legend of Zelda Water Temple. No, no, not inspired by Legend of Zelda. Okay, good, you get to live. <laughs> oh, thank God. You know, guys, I think there's a couple of bosses that drop helmets that have um, oxygen enchant on them. 
those would be almost necessary to probably do this when I'm done building it. Yeah, so I would definitely. What we could do is do like some kind of loot chance, a loot chest outside of your area that has a random chance of actually giving one of those helmets. <laughs> awesome, dude. Um, what other what other future ideas do you have for the NPCs? Do you have anything else or? Um. Well. Last time I was on, we were talking about the possibility of making them into mounts, but that didn't work very well because the mounts didn't turn properly. I think the better <laughs> use of that would be the effect for adding speed to players to help them transport between zones. When me and Dan were working on his uh, his last zone he did, I uh, spawned a creeper and began riding it around and freaked out Dan for a little while. Actually, just for the fun of it, I spawned a creeper, went vanished to make myself invisible, and then started chasing players around as a creeper in the actual <laughs> spawn town of Blockness. That's evil. That's a good idea. That's evil. That's evil. That was fun. But I love it. Nice. Anything else, buddy? Um, there's just so many different things I've read so far. You can have, uh, oh, there's the fetch quests. You can literally have uh, NPCs where if you collect certain items and bring them to them, they could then give you an item. So we could have uh, somebody enchant like a sword for you if you get like a diamond sword plus sword, this sword. plus that. My you diamond would actually sword, then enchant sword. the diamond sword a certain way. Sword, sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also make the quests either repeatable or non-repeatable. You can add time limits to them. So you could have like a quest that gives epic loot, but have it only be completable once nice. per player. Or you could even have it only completable once. The first player to complete it, the only one who gets the item. But yeah, that's so far that's all I've done is read through scripts and try to write a very basic one for Bully Bob. Now you know my world. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. I spend the vast majority of my time in... You know, head deep in uh, scripts, trying to write things and make things work, and tweaking and testing. And but um, yeah, this week, man, I'm gonna definitely be jumping on the server a lot with you and getting this NPC thing hashed out. And when the uh, slash effect thing comes out, oh, so much more goodies! Yeah, that slash effect <clears throat> would be awesome too. This server is only gonna get better, ladies and gentlemen. Only better. All right, guys. Um, I'm doing a special segment for you guys this week, and I'm gonna continue it periodically, but I'm going to let you guys know how to build your own texture pack. If you've ever wanted to do this, these are little a little step-by-step instructions on how to do it, and the f- if you're interested in doing it, what you'll need, and first of all, is a graphic editing program. I like to use Photoshop, and you need a raster-based, not something like um, what's one, Corel Draw, which is vector. It doesn't work for doing texture packs. So you would need to get raster base, which is pixelated imagery. Like, and I use Photoshop for high res. Um, there are some free editors out there, some low end ones, but you won't be able to do any high res textures with it. I think the maximum that they can do is like 64 by 64, which is not bad. If, if you have a low end PC, that's perfect for you. All right, you'll need to open the Minecraft.jar file located in percent app data percent when you search in Windows. You put in percent app data percent, and it will bring up dot Minecraft folder. Click in that. You go to I believe bin, and there's Minecraft.jar. That's the main Minecraft program. You will need a program to open that file because it's a Java file. You will need something like WinRAR, W-I-N-R-A-R. I use that one. 
and you can open it and pull files out of it. You need to create a new folder, name it whatever you like, and in it you're going to need to copy and paste these files into the new folder. You'll need achievement, which is optional, armor, art, environment, font, another optional one, GUI, actually it's G-U-I, item, miscellaneous, or M-I-S-C, mob, textures, the most important one, especially for 1.5, title, pack, and particles. Now pack and particles are actually files, the others are all file, or folders. These all contain all the texture maps and texture files for every bit of Minecraft. The uh, textures one contains your basic block textures and item textures, so anything visual that you see within the world. Um, there's approximately three to four hundred textures in there that if you want to do a completed texture pack, you'll have to do every single one of them. I need to place all of these into the folder of your choice. Now for the fun part, when you want to edit them. Now if you want to keep it a 16 by 16, you do not change it. It will be already at the correct size. The image will be at the correct size. If you want to go higher, like a high resolution, you will need to resize each individual image, each texture. If you want, th if you want like a 32 by 32, you'll need to increase it by two times. For a 64 by 64, four times. 128 by 128, eight times. See the trend here. And 256 by 256 is 16 times. Now, if you want to do the, the largest one, like a 512 by 512, it'll need to be increased by 32 times its original size. And that's how you create the resolution type. That's how many pixels it is by pixels. Uh, for 128 by 128, I increased every single one of them by 8 times the original size. Um, to create textures, you just re-edit them, put whatever textures you want. You have to name it exactly as the texture you want to replace it. So if, like, for instance, you have a uh, redstone block, um, the naming convention used in Minecraft is a little bit different, so you have to name it like something like red or uh, redstone block, all one word, but the B has to be capitalized. If you do not, the game will not recognize it. So you have to name it and replace it exactly as the same name of the texture you're creating. And it has to be a .png file. It cannot be a, it cannot be a JPEG or anything else. It has to be a PNG. So make sure your editor is able to create um, images in PNG format and you just replace them exactly as that. Once all once you're finished, you zip all folders and files inside the file you made. Don't try to zip the folder that you created. It won't work. You have to go in there and zip all the files and folders together that you pulled from the Minecraft file and give it a name. Once you're done with that, drop it into your Minecraft texture pack folder and enjoy the results. You guys got any questions about any of that? Nah, I'm good. I don't think I'll ever make a texture pack, though. <laughs> uh, it sounds like too much work to me. It's a lot of work. But I've had a lot of people ask me how they do it and how, you know, where they're messing up, and sometimes it's just hard for me to stop and tell them where they're messing up. So I figured I'd just put something in there. If you ever thought about making your own texture pack, that's pretty much the steps you need to do to take in order to make that texture pack. All right, Dan, what have you been up to this week? I, like you said, have been de-opt. I am now a normal player, but I have created my guild, which is called Came to Dig. All one word, but 
each different word as a capitalized. Yeah, and my my secret character will never join that guild because of that name. And you're in it, so... Yeah, that <clears throat> name is not my favorite. <laughs> I love the name. I thought it was pretty dang clever. Uh, <clears throat> but we are currently, as a guild, working towards a luxury guild plot, which is 5,000 emans, the server currency. We currently have around 300... Uh, 3,300. You realize that the most expensive guild plot's 4,500, right? It is. Mm -hmm. Because I distinctly remember you telling me it was 5,000. No. Then I said, no, wait, Dan, it's 4,500. I told you that twice. Alright, well, then we're almost there. We need around 1,200 emans to get our guild plot. But the big highlight of of my playthrough is uh, Widget, Joe, had a little trivia session that he was doing. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. To give out some really, really, really rare stuff. Now, uh, at this time, me and I believe it was Lost Viking were taking on Painted Cow. So a question about Painted Cow came up and... He asked, what are the three abilities that he uses? And as soon as that came out, I was fiercely typing away. And as fast as I could, I typed teleportation. No, not teleportation. Uh, spawn creeper, lightning, and nausea. As fast as I could. And I did it, like, literally a second before Lost Viking. And what I got for, do- for doing this correctly was a boss spawn egg of my choice. Within reason. It couldn't be a Within main boss. Reason. <clears throat> uh, no, like, Reaper or uh, Doug or anything like that. Uh, so, I got myself a Titan spawn egg. Then what I'm gonna do with that is, as soon as I uh, have my guild plot, that thing is going up in my guild hall framed where nobody can touch it. Well, that, that seems very useful, doesn't it? Yeah, really. <laughs> I did this. I start. I did experimenting with creating boss spawn eggs. I can actually create eggs that you can throw down and spawn a boss there. And it's a one-time spawn. So I did, I made a Billy Bob egg, and I did a little trivia thing. And I believe was it was uh, not Lost Viking. It was it was a foul dragon. Someone got it right, and they got the Billy Bob egg. So I did one more, and I was like, you know what, just for the heck of it, I can create just about any boss. I can do any boss, really. And then Dan won it and got the, uh, I wasn't going to let him do Titan at first, but I figured, oh, what the hell not, why not? So he got, he has a Titan egg, the only one in the game right now. Uh, so it's super rare, <laughs> and I believe if anybody steals it, it's grounds for a ban. What you should do is no. you, you should throw the egg out in your area. That thing will kick the crap out of any mob that spawns in your area. The, the only thing... <laughs> that I am worried about is what if one of my guild members mistakes it for a common iron golem? Why would they that attack it in the first place? That guild member would be dead. <laughs> that guild member would be dead quick. And, and then every time he spawns back into the area, uh, would Titan still be aggroed to him? Um, for a limited time. Hopefully. Yeah, for a little And another thing. 
what if the, that player kept on coming back and killed Titan? Well, then he'd be out of a spawn egg and he'd have loot. So the spawn egg drops if he is killed? That That's what I'm scared of, because I want to keep spawn. this thing. It's extremely rare. That's it's why a one-time use thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not going to spawn him and uh, just keep it framed. I might be giving out bully bob eggs and like alpha eggs here and there for fun on the server. So people can spawn them wherever they want, get an extra little kill in there for extra loot chance. I like the idea of Billy Bob eggs. I'm thinking about doing... This was kind of a hush-hush thing at first, but I'm going to let out of the bag now. I was thinking about doing an Ender Dragon boss that can only be spawned through an egg. A world boss, and then just going to random town and just letting him loose on the world. He may fly away, you know, permanently away, but you never know. I mean... Oh, I'm still thinking about details, because you can't really contain... Um, an ender dragon in a, an area that's unless it's ginormous because they try to go through it with their ability and then glitch so cool anything else Dan I mean you've been playing a lot on the server uh, I have basically just been loot hunting and uh, killing bosses as I come oh that reminds me me and a team of two other people were the very first uh team to kill Miramac before he was buffed. Uh, it was his second update. He was still extremely tough, but after that, he got uh, buffed again and uh, made stronger, but I, I still say that we are the first ever to kill Miramac. So, uh, we did that, and I have just been uh running around with various members of my guild and uh, enjoying the game. That's basically all I've been doing. So, now that you've been doing it from a player's perspective, getting involved in it, when we, um, when Daniel went to made the choice to no longer be a, a, a designer but a normal player, we stripped him of all items and everything on him and then I reset him back to a normal player, de-opt and whole nine yards. So he came, he started out just like everybody else. However, I did give him 300 emins to start out with because of his help on the server. So I thought it was pretty much fair. Oh, you didn't have to pay me for the help that it was just the fun of it was payment enough. Oh, good. Take back the emins. Yeah, let's take it right back. No, 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 Take it uh, right, out of the, right, uh, right out of the faction bank. Yep. Oh, you have 45. Not anymore. You can't take it back. Yeah, see? Yeah, well, you just said that you don't want it. Looks like it, you're now only a 3,000 towards your plot. The players would disagree. I had one. I had a player that I gave a bow to. Uh, it was Alpha's drop. The players would not approve because they do not approve of Indian givers. Well, yeah, I don't think anyone would. And yeah, I tried. I tried to get that bow back, and nope. <laughs> well, yeah, if you give it up, you gave it up. That is true. I'm not going to say the words. I'm say anyway. Uh, <clears throat> so, are you guys going to take on Reaper anytime soon? Now that he's actually beatable. Uh. We might. I might gather my raid team. And I believe that is uh, 
Foul Dragon and Lost Vikings. See, the thing is, people don't realize is that if they want to gear up, they need to farm the bosses before Doug and Reaper. If they drop some intense loot, and so does Miramax, and so does Tiny, all like the big bosses like that, drop intense loot. Even Dan's new area, the underground, like, uh, Dwarven area, if you can take on the king and the guy before him, you get amazing gear. Oh, yeah, uh... One of the main bosses that I've been killing a lot just because I like to make fireworks and uh, he's the only one that drops paper is uh, uh, Professor Reinhardt. I've been killing him a lot. Of course, I always have one person with me to uh, share the burden of it, but uh, if you guys are... Alright, here's a tip for killing any boss. Persistence. Be persistent. Keep on going in even if you die. Eventually, you will go down and you will prevail. Uh, Reaper, not so much. Um, not unless you have about 15 changes of gear, 15 different weapons. Um, bows are useless against him. It, there's no way anybody can uh, solo any boss inside Reaper's castle. Well, no way. Well, now Captain TNT is a lot harder because of the update to the all the mobs on the server, but... He used to be completely soluble. It'd just take you a while and drive you insane, but you could do it. But getting through uh, Gatekeeper? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Let me see what else we have going on here. We have another piece of news, Dave. Yes. The final piece of news for today is something that we've actually spoke about previously, but now we have the totals from Mojam 2013. A few weeks ago, Mojam 2013 happened. Mojang and a few other indie developers worked on new projects over three days. They live-streamed the whole thing, then they shaved off Notch's beard. It was a lot of fun, but it also gave you the opportunity to donate toward Block by Block and Electronic Frontier Foundation, two of uh, Mojang, Mojang's favorite charities. Everyone who donated got to download the complete collection of all the creations that were made over the three days and play till their heart's content. The response was overwhelming and here's the final breakdown of the cash raised. Ready for this? Mojam 2013 raised a total of $517,489.25. Oh my word. <laughs> That's pretty mean, huh? Yeah. Eighty-six thousand five hundred and thirty-one people donated money toward the cause. Eighty-six thousand plus people. That's crazy. The one the median. What's up? Sorry, one of those. No, actually, a few of those guys must have donated about a uh, thousand bucks. Well, the top donation, I believe, was $100,000. Oh, wow. From one user. Yes, that's very uh, relevant when you when you think of these next uh, numbers here, meaning that the median amount, which is um, if you took every amount donated, lined them up, and then pointed at the one in the very middle, the median amount was $2. But the average, meaning that if you added them all up and then divided them by the total number of donations given, 
the average amount was five dollars ninety eight cents. Hmm. So that goes to show you that there were just a few people who had very large hearts that donated to this. After payment processing fees, about $300,000 of what was raised went toward the Electric Frontier Foundation, and about $200,000 of what's raised went to the Block by Block Foundation. Massive thanks to all who are donated, and you are a lovely person for doing it. That's awesome. That's a that lot is, of money. That truly is. I mean... Do we know what these foundations are for? I have the links in the chat, or in the uh, notes. Let me see here. Let's take a quick look at this here. Let's see what block by block is. Uh, it doesn't really give me much information on what it is. Block by block looks like a uh, Mojang's personal um, Habitat for Humanity sort of thing, but they, like, for... Uh, Helping urban future in in poorer countries, it seems like. That's awesome. And what's up? That's pretty cool. Yep. Okay, and the electric. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. The Electronic Frontier Foundation is the uh, people who defend electronic rights. Oh yeah! All more power to them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I found the exact. Uh, description of what they say about block by block mm -hmm. it says it aims to improve youth in the planning process in urban areas by giving them the opportunity to show planners and decisions and decision markers how they would like to see their cities in the future Minecraft has turned out to be the perfect tool to facilitate this process the three year partnership will now support UN Habitats Sustainable Urban Development Network to upgrade 300 public spaces by 2016. The first pilot project in Kiberia, one of uh, Nairobi's informal se settlements, is already in the planning phase. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Alright, we're going to move on to the mods and texture packs, Dan. Alright. First off, I have... Uh, Crossbowcraft. I know that one of you guys uh, in our talking point said that you wanted crossbows in Minecraft. Well, here it is. Uh, it adds uh, crossbow, of course, with uh, various types of ammo, like fire air, fire bolts, uh, lava bolts, explosive, and it adds a special crafting table, and you can add, even strap on a scope to your crossbow to zoom in. So that's a that's actually a really cool mod and I'm probably gonna going to install it when the show is over. And another one that I thought very interesting is called VoiceCraft. And what this does is allow you to play Minecraft with the power of your voice. It's kinda like a Connect for Xbox. Uh, you can say forward and your character will move forward. You can say stop, he will stop. You can even command your dogs to sit and stand up. This is the worst idea ever. I, I thought I thought it sounded pretty cool. So I no, thought I'd give it sounded like a pain in the neck. <laughs> well, you can turn it off and on. 
if, at your leisure. Right. Guys, thoughts? It would be very difficult to play that game if you started singing Diamond Sword. <laughs> <laughs> My Diamond Sword, Sword. <laughs> just watch your characters just swing your sword all over the place as you're singing. But then again, when it came time to dig, you could just say, you could just sing the I came to dig, dig, dig <laughs> song, and, you know, there you go. Or yep. simply just put it on your speakers, and, yeah, anyway. I am a fan of the crossbow idea, though. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a mod that I'm going to have to install. Uh, I watched a review, probably the most annoying reviewers, but still, I watched the review fully, and uh, it's really, really cool. Highly recommend. I know I say that a lot, but this definitely gets it. Alright guys, guess what time it is. It's time to wrap up the show. We have no emails this week that were usable. Uh, no five-star review shout-outs. Keep in mind, everybody, that we record Minecraft Off the Record at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can watch us live at twitch.tv slash questgamingnetwork. Log in, say hi, and we record our other show, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time with at the same location, twitch.tv forward slash questgamingnetwork. All right, guys. Our final thoughts of the evening. Um, Bucket, get your act together. Get a slash effect. I need it now. Dave? Yeah. Get Bucket fixed. That way I can go in and start kicking Bucket. (laughs) If you guys have any ideas for mods, drop me an email. And Mike? Oh, I just have so much to look forward to with writing lines upon lines of code. It's going to be fun. I've said it again. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm the just, joy, the joy. I'm just overjoyed that you are um, assisting me and taking some of the burden off. Oh, that's why you brought me on. Well, that and other reasons. All right. How to reach us, Dave. You're up. Yes, you can reach us by going to... Ready for this? Let's see. I've lost my place. I was going right down here. Okay. You can reach us by going to questgamingnetwork.com for all of our wonderful shows or us directly at minecraftofftherecord.com. You can also send us in an email for the show at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. If you'd like to reach us about server issues such as griefing, finding a problem on one of the servers, or even trying to get whitelisted on our private server, which is just for Minecraft off-the-record fans. Send in an email to mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. I'll say that one more time because I kind of messed it up the first time. That's mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. You can also visit our forums at questgamingcommunity.com. See a lot of people talking awesome stuff on Dare. In game, you can check us out. Widget Joe is at Widget W I G I T. That's Widget. Widget. Me. Dave. That's me. I'm at D W M Terry T E R Y. Dan is at Boontini B O O N T I N I. Lasnod, thank you for coming on tonight. You can see him at Lasnod. Twitter. You can catch 
us on Twitter at Minecraft Off the Record. That's M Minecraft O T R at Minecraft O T R. That's for the Minecraft Off the Record directly. You can catch us all of our wonderful shows, including the times that we go live. We tweet it out at Quest Gaming. Joe, Joe the Widget Wilson is at the Widget. It took him forever to change it to that, but he finally did. <laughs> Only a year. Me. <laughs> I'm at Dienforce. D-I-E-N. Force. Boontini is at Boon. Teeny. Literally, there's an underscore between the two. B-O-O-N underscore Teeny. T-I-N-I. Mike, you want to let anybody know how to reach you? Um, if you want to tweet at me, it's at Lasnad. That's two L's, A-S-N-A-D. And everybody, Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. Keep on building, everybody, and we will not talk to you next week because we are not recording a show next week. Myself and Dave Adams will be at PAX East. Woo. So two weeks from today will be episode number 43. Look forward to that, guys. We look forward to talking to you then. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We will definitely be tweeting like crazy from PAX East. Check us out. I will be going nuts. So if you really want, if you're you're dying for some DN time, check us out on Twitter. But we will be back as soon as possible. The week after PAX East, we'll be right here giving you your Minecraft off the record. Be ready for it. Dan, say bye. Oh, <laughs> see ya, everybody. And uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you in the chat room. And farewell all. Go die fighting some bosses. It gives the admins much joy. <laughs>